Welcome back, everybody, to part two of this week down for the count episode. We still got the OG3 here for you. If you're just tuning in, we just went through all the cards that happened this weekend with WWE Clash of the Castle, NXT Worlds Collide, and AEW All Out 2022. Um, Now, okay, we're going to warn y'all. This episode, we are going to rip into Phil Brooks' ass. This is the only one you're going to get. No different from any other episode. We know because we have been telling y'all this shit. Y'all came back and hit up, like telling us we were wrong and we were dumb bitches and we don't know. Y'all need to cash at me at least $300. Every single person who has fucking told me that, $300. Each one of y'all. I got tuition to pay. Nah, man, because we've been saying, okay, we'll get into it. But I'm just warning you, we are going to tear into him. And y'all aren't going to like what we say and we don't give a shit. If you got an issue, take it up with management. So, at the end of AEW All In, there was a media scrum. Punk comes out, and he sits down. I've never seen a grown-ass man basically leave crumbs from a blueberry muffin all over the fucking place. Like, that was a disgrace. He had, like, a bag of... He had a bag of... Of, of soda or like um get a bag of pop or that water um that they like to drink and then he had this box from that fucking from this bakery it had oh that bakery oh, is it mindy's or Jimmy's yeah or- that's the bakery and he's sitting there at first he was just talking it starts out right out the gate bro like he the reporter asked him a question about Kofi, and he goes off, okay? He's like, he's mad because he keeps having to have this conversation. I don't understand. I haven't spoken to that man in over 12 years. He says the last time he talked to him, it was like 2014, and he's like, I'm upset because I keep having to talk about this shit, and well, uh, we're, we're, we're jumping a little bit ahead. We're jumping a little bit ahead. Hold on. So they're asking him questions. He's being a dick. And I don't know who the fuck asked him this. And I want to f- ask them why. An actual reporter. It wasn't even. And that's the, that's the crazy part. Who The person who asked them was like an act, was like, was just like a regular, like regular reporter. Okay. Like they were not anybody who was like, quote unquote, predominantly wrestling affiliated okay so i just want to ask them what in their fucking right mind because you just had one of your biggest shows of the year right you have so uh, quote unquote one of their biggest stars coming to do a media scrum why the fuck did they think at that point that would be something you would want to ask because the question started the the reporter asked him about colt cabana I don't understand why, and people are like, well, he's a journalist. I said, I don't give a fuck. When you're in a credit, the story was put out that Cole Cabana was was removed because of him. But I don't like they generally get a lot of time to clear up anything. So I I I I just don't understand how he thought at that point was the appropriate time to ask that question, but that's just my opinion. And then as soon as he asked that. 
that's what Tiff was talking about, that he goes off on this tangent and he's just like, why is everyone, I've never done anything wrong. And, you know, he's calling out people by name. He's calling out like Kenny Omega. He's calling out the Young Bucks. He's calling out Cole Cabana. And then he's like talking about um, the court thing that him and Cabana had. And then he got to bring his mom into it, which... He called out Paige by name. Yeah, but he, he referred by name. But he referred to um Paige, he referred to Kenny and the Bucks as the EVPs. He says we got MV EVPs planting stories and they couldn't run a fucking target. I was like, God damn. He said they couldn't manage a fucking target. And then he called out Adam Page, and it was over a interview or over a uh promo. That page did like feels like months ago now. That yeah, it, yeah, it was, when they had their fight for that championship, and it wasn't. It, it just when you go back and you rewatch it, it just sounds like a normal wrestling promo. I didn't hear like any malice or anything extra going into it, and it didn't he, sound like he went into business for himself either. No, because he very well could have cut that same promo on another superstar that's a heel, and it would have worked. Yeah. It's. It, I don't want to say it's default promo against heel, but it was nothing no, it different is. that we. It's nothing that nothing different we've haven't heard. It's um, like thinking about like Daniel Bryan when he was a face in the E. Yeah. That's something that he would have said. Yeah, verbatim. So it's You're not right. that big of a fucking deal. So um, what was I getting to? Shit. Um, so. And then he he calls out that whole thing with Colt. Says like, oh yeah, the only reason I didn't sue him is because he shares a bank account with his mom. And, you know, oh, and I'm just like, why you bring him up? Because like, look, I don't know about y'all, but the quickest way you can get me pissed off, don't talk shit about my mom. Don't bring my mom up into a conversation that she's not a part of, because I will whoop your ass. Don't fucking start on me. Um, saying all this shit, and then Tony Khan. Or no, and then he does the thing that pisses me off. I don't even do this to my kid. He looks at Tony Khan, he points at him because Tony's trying to say something. And he basically talks over the guy who signs his paychecks. Probably let him do it. And he just sat there with this goofy ass look, probably high as shit. I don't even care about it. No, can he? Ooh, he an ugly motherfucker then. But then, like, <laughs> he Stop. just Tony just sits there and lets him do it. And now he was like, high because when he was drinking that fucking water, I was like, "What you looking at? Why you almost choked?" he was he was tweaking. I'm like, "Why you he was, deep throating that bottle for, son?" He was like choking on that water bottle. And then when he was talking about WW, about WWE, like he stopped and like looked around. I was like, bro, like someone I saw I saw a tweet and someone was like, Tony, don't even let that coke marinate. He just get he just does lines and allegedly. Allegedly. Um, he's like he does lines and like just like goes and do, does the shit y'all ain't shit oh uh, fuck him he's like that man so you already like 
just from a business point of like standard, you are already considered a joke when it comes to owners of companies, whether it's WWE, because I know they ain't fucking perfect, but like WWE, MLW, if we're just talking about wrestling, Impact, you're considered a joke because you're the one who's supposed to be in charge of this and you letting him do that to you, a guy who is your employee, your subordinate. No way CM Punk talking. He run the company. He even he said, said he himself. runs the company. He said, I'm trying to run a business and they're getting in the way of that. I was like, what business are you running? Because Tony has a business partner and they're the ones who are over AEW. You're an employee. And You're he a just, he just contractor. He just goes off. I mean, we're not saying everything verbatim. You can find it. It's all over Twitter. It's all over social media. It's it's everywhere. You can fucking they got find transcripts it. of it mm-hmm. on just about every dirt sheet website. It's everywhere. And here's the kicker. Nobody's talking about All Out. Nope. Nobody's talking about MJF's return. Nobody's talking about any of that. And that's another thing. They asked him about MJF. And he said, Tony says, MJF's a phenomenal wrestler. It was only natural that I would bring him back. I want him to wrestle and I want to see what he and Punk can create. And Punk goes, he just likes me wrestling against pricks. That's all. <laughs> so, everyone oh, kind of like. So this was like at midnight, early ass Monday morning, and we were. I think all, it's like, worse. And we were just like, "What the fuck brought this on?" Like, Jesus Christ! So we're all talking to Tiff on YouTube because she went live, and that's when all this shit broke. And then I forgot who said something, but they're like, there's a clip because during, and then I'll let one of y'all take this over because I know I've been talking a lot. Sorry. At one point at a clip with uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, you see a security guard run right past. I mean, it's not like, you know, like a slight little jog. I mean, he, this motherfucker running. He's sprinting. And uh, Swerve even retweeted it. He's like, "What the?" F-? He's like, "What the fuck is this?" Or he says something like that. And um, mm-hmm. and honestly, and before one of the other girls tell you this, so after Punk went out there and made a complete ass out of everybody, rumor from what I heard, Keith and Swerve threatened not to do the press scrum because they felt insulted. They're like, "What the fuck is this?" And a lot of people who were at that scrum didn't want to do it and from word on the street is tony khan had to beg them to stay and a lot of them were like you just let this dude disrespect the company we work for are the people we work with and you (laughs) what the fuck so it goes to show you that he has no testicular fortitude and he don't know what the fuck he's doing so if one of y'all want to take over on what happened when that security guard's running be my guest Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they got into a fight. Now 
the guy that, that he got into a fight with that was like fighting along his side was a AEW producer. I don't right off know his name. Ace Steel. Ace Steel and CM Punk were fighting the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They say the Bucks was trying to kick down the door to get to Punk. They had words and Punk is the one who initiated the fight, allegedly. Okay? Now, they say one of the Bucks got bit or Kenny got bit. So... One of the Bucks had a chair, and again, this is just reports. The Bucks had a, one of the Bucks, I think it was Matt, had a chair thrown at him. Um, Kenny Omega's hair was pulled and bit. If you Who a grown it? man pulling another grown man's hair like you're a fucking what? bitch. Thank you, Nicole. Took the word right out of my mouth. Kenny, Kenny got stabbed him. Right? He got like, it, it, like next time you see him. Where is he from? He's from North Carolina. Like, I'm sorry. You pulled on his hair? When's the last time you ever saw two grown men get into a fight? Like, you had to pull his hair. That's a bitch move. Clowns. Like, I just want to know, what grown-ass man pulls another man's hair and bites him? That is like some pre-K elementary school fighting shit. Only time you bite is when you know you're going to get your ass whooped or you get yes. your ass whooped. All right, the only time you bite somebody. But they you do that mostly it. so it makes them, you know, like it freaks them out. You can get like some time, but that's your only offense? You throw a chair? And you pull this dude's hair and you bite him? I didn't realize this was I didn't realize this was two dollar vodka shots at the bar with the basic white girls. What the fuck? Well he a basic bitch, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you expected. We know that nigga can't fight. We know he can't fight. Okay, we done seen him get his ass whooped in a in a damn arena that that's that's made for you to fight. He will say he a mixed martial artist. Well, mm. that artistry has been dead for a long time. <laughs> I can tell you right now, Tony Khan a good one, cause I'd have fired his ass right there in the middle of that damn media scrum. Now he's like, this conference is over, but y'all can take this sound bike and run with it, and I'll repeat it on social media. CM Punk is officially stripped of the AEW championship and for the foreseeable future, he is suspended until I see fit. Thank y'all very much. Y'all have a good night. That takes balls to do that. That takes a spine to do that. I took that belt, sure would have grabbed it right off the table and be like, make sure you take a motherfucking cake and this goddamn pop you got on my table. Get this shit off of here when you leave. Thank you. That takes a spine. That takes a spine, and Tony Khan don't have one. He let that grown-ass man sit there and punk him out at a fucking press scrum. Tony Khan trying to talk, and this fool puts his hand up in front of him and goes, he shouldn't have to fucking do that. I'm trying to run a business here. I'm like, who business you running? You ain't got no business. This Tony business. You don't own nothing. You don't deserve nothing. You don't get nothing, okay? <laughs> you came into the company. You didn't start with the company. Uh-uh. 
So people like Paige and the Bucks, however you feel about them personally is your business. But when you're talking about coming into their business, there's a certain level of respect you have to give them. I don't care what nobody say. You don't go on there with no attitude that you the guy and you're like, well, they built this million dollar business off of my back. Did they? Where the fuck you been? Where the fuck you been for the last 10 years? Did they? They got a couple I- views. They got a couple pops. But I don't even fuck with AEW like that. I mean, but he's they such was a little mover. They was, they was pulling in the views for their pay-per-view. They was making money without you. Right? They could get a couple million views on a paper on the TV show. They had to do some stunt queen shit, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But they was able to do that. So, which was it? Did they need you? Or did you need them? So, after the reports that the fight... Let go of my pants, cat. So um, after the report that the fight had happened, allegedly, um, people in uh, the reports are coming out, the people in the locker room, we have had reports before that the locker room morale at AEW is at an all-time low. This was kind of like the final thing that broke the needles back. Superstars are pissed. Um, a lot of them are kind of being not shady, but they're kind of being funny about it on social media. Miro... Um, actually like tweeted something from punk from four years ago and it was like you can't go into business for yourself in this industry and blah 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 i'm like miro you ain't shit for that and you know it it. Like you did though um but it's just saying that a lot of people are not happy um now it is tuesday at 11:06 p.m when we recorded this episode last report that i read about aew Half the roster that is supposed to be there for Dynamite tomorrow are not there. They are not there. They are not there. Sorry. Mm -hmm. There. The girls are fighting in my work chat. Sorry. Uh Uh, That's a little bad. Sorry. Jesus Christ. It's too late for this. Everybody's fighting this week. This is my manager chat, so it's it's bad. So oh, yeah, yeah. at eleven oh six at eleven oh six p.m. on a Tuesday night, they got like not even twelve hours before their next thing on Dynamite. Half the roster has not shown up yet, and I'm like, you know what? Fucking do it. Don't show up. If the only way that and surprise and thanks, Janae, for sending us updates throughout the day. We really do appreciate you. You're not here in person, but you're here in spirit. Thank you. Um, Tony Khan has not released any statement to the press or to the wrestlers at AEW about what happened. That's not good either. Let's let's look at it from a business perspective. Oh, I love this. Yeah, this is your. You know, I love doing here. this part. This is your sure. house, girl. <laughs> let's let's look at it from the business perspective. Nicole, you go first, and I'll follow up behind you. Oh, as someone, again, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily like to talk about um, what I do. I usually like to have a separation of what my personal job is to this. So in my job, I work for company, company owns restaurants. Um, 
I am an assistant general manager, so I'm decently high up. Um, when you have people and then to run a business and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you have to answer to for certain things. And there are different things that you do. Yes, they might not be popular, but you have to do to keep the business running. Mm -hmm. um, for example, um, we are in a bit of a slow season right now. So unfortunately, I have staff members who I can't give the hours to that I would like to because we don't have the business to make up the cost of what their labor is. So that is something that we have to answer to and things, vice versa, so on and so on. So to piggyback off of this, as someone who is a boss and someone who is a manager, there are things that you have to do to protect the business. You, Tony Khan, is not protecting his business. It is his business. His, whether I know we make jokes that his daddy paid for it, blah, 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 which, you know, we all know that, whatever. It's not, you know, it's funny, but not funny anymore. Um, right. So he is responsive, responsible. And also, and this is just like as a standpoint, when employees see that there's cracks and there's glass and things aren't lining up and they see that there's inconsistency within the management team or within management, it's like sharks and they will adhere to that and they will exploit it and turn it around and use it to their advantage. This is what CM Punk has done. Yep. Yep. And what it does, it causes more problems for you and it causes chaos among the rest of your staff members. And once it gets to a certain point, you can't fix that. Nope. You have to completely clear house. And doesn't that actually cost you more in the end? Because yes. then, like you have to get more people on, aka more wrestlers. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to work for pennies, though, especially after going into an environment like this. No, I would want. Mm -mm. So, well, we gave you her background. Mine is in organizational management. So, my job is to maintain order and morale in a company, right? This is not good. Number one, your biggest problem is your PR, okay? It's you, not existent. You have now exposed all of your weaknesses to which your competition can exploit very easily. There's a certain thing called a late mover advantage that occurs when any business is in operation. It's like asking why Amazon decided to dive into books when you have Barnes & Noble. It is because... You can see where Barnes & Noble lack, and you feel like you can fill the void that Barnes & Noble doesn't fill, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Which works for them. Um, they were like, that, well, they're not providing Audible books. Let's buy Audible. Let's, let's shut this motherfucker down, which is what they did. Same thing happened with AEW. They mm -hmm. were a late mover advantage. They saw a hole in the wrestling community. Impact didn't have the means to fill said hole. Ring of Honor was okay and content where they were. And NWA Power and MLW, another, person, another set of companies that were content where they were. 
now they're like, well, there's no other superpower to go up against the Heat. And I know I can do something. So the Bucks and Kenny, and of course, Cody, they're like, well, we're not going to the E anytime soon. We need to make our own space. They got challenged. They rose to the occasion, did it. Boom. And Khan is like, I'm going to be a part of it. Let's get this shit on TV. Let's do this. Financial backer. Business one-on-one. First of all, you never invest in anything that you yourself are not going to be in control of. If you're mm-hmm. going to allow the employees to be the ones to run the roost, then you need to be a silent partner and let the Bucks and Kenny run the ch- run the show. You didn't need to be the face. You need to be the one behind the scenes. But I noticed very early on that about him, it was always about the glory of being able to rival Vince McMahon. Oh, I'm, I'm the second guy to take Vince McMahon down. I took him out. It feels great. Yeah. yeah. There was another company yeah, here, like that 20 years ago, and look what happened to them. Here's the problem with that. They're so focused on getting all this admiration and love for the fans. You're leaving your business to trail behind you, which is why somebody like CM Punk was able to come in and cause all this discord. Now, let's get to the business part. You have now exposed every aspect of your company that is a weakness to the entire world. We all see it. Now, very early on, I noticed that there were cracks in the shell. So did Nicole and so did Alexis and so did countless of other people. I did not realize that it was going to get this bad this soon, but got to give credit to Nicole because she did say it was going to happen in Uh, their third to fourth year. She said that it was going to be something that was going to destroy them. And she said CM Punk was going to be at the middle of it. And she was right. Mm -hmm. I also distinctly remember a year ago when he debuted on the show, I told y'all then that he was going to be a cancer in that locker room. Because he wasn't going to be able to contain the messiness that always follows him wherever he goes. Yes, he did. So, what do you do? You're sitting at a media scrum, and I don't give a fuck how high you are. I don't give a shit. At this point, snap out of it, bitch. There's a grown man who's bitching you out on, on TV. This is gone global. This is everywhere. Everyone's seen it. And every sports outlet has picked it up. It, we all have seen it. I have had friends message me today going, yo, is this real or is yeah. this fake? And they don't even watch wrestling because they found, they just saw this on their timelines or whatever. And they're like, is this real? I said, dude, this is real. You're trying to convince me that you think you're going to be able to salvage your company with CM Punk still having the type of power that he has proven he has because you gave it to him. You gave it to him on national television. You're trying to speak. And this grown man basically told you to be quiet so he could finish talking about what he was talking about. Which, to be honest, the question he was asked, was it messy? Alexis has a point. But at the same time, it's the media. This isn't a sub, this isn't something that he can control. And that's part of the issue. You are still representing AEW as a company. You're not representing Phil. So you cannot go off, have cocked on TV like that, whether it be broadcasted on the internet or on national television, is irrelevant. There's no way 
that you're going to work this into a work when half of your company isn't showing up for work. Your talent should be there, but why aren't they there? That means that employee morale is down. That also Mm -hmm. means they don't have a lot of faith in you and what you're going to do to reprimand this man for speaking ill of the company and the people who run it. Here's the biggest problem from this. You have now put your company in jeopardy. Nobody's going to want to work with you with CM Punk doing what he does because you don't know when he's going to go off. He's a hair trigger. Mm -hmm. So I got to figure out a way to calm the storm. No, you don't. You get rid of his ass. Strip him of that fucking championship because he didn't deserve it to begin with. He has no business being champion ever because he can't handle being in the limelight. But he wants it so bad. It's such a weird concept to me. You don't like being at the forefront, but you like the glory and the admiration. You just don't want what comes with it. You don't like the baggage, but you can't have it both ways. If you're going to eat the cake, you got to take the calories with it. Oh, I like that, actually. You can't act like that. And what really was really messed up, like, I don't have any love lost for Tony Khan. And in fact, I feel like he getting his just desserts, especially for that bullshit he pulled on Swole. Mm-hmm. You understand? How many of y'all have gone and apologized to Swole? I want to know that. Like, because I mean- And I to Naomi it, and I, Sasha. Exactly. I put it this way. God don't play by his children. He may not get you right away, but he'll get you at some point. And you're going to bow one way or another. This is your comeuppance. But it's your job to fix this. You got to get rid of him. He's a cancer. You're telling me that people are fighting, physically fighting, because he don't know how to control his fucking emotions. He don't know how to be a grown man. Now, I don't know if he has something going on with him, if this is some mental hiccup that he has, or whatever the case may be. But because we don't know that, we're going to go off of what we see. He has an issue. He's got a massive chip on his shoulder. He's had that chip since he's been in WWE. Mm-hmm. I've been telling y'all My thing while. is, it ain't a, it literally was never no just one likes eat. this man. Literally no. no one likes this man. Nobody. It wasn't just the E. It wasn't just them. I'm not saying that they're absolved of their behavior because we all know that they fucked up on multiple occasions. We know that. But look at look at how this shit plays out. Everywhere he goes, everything goes to shit. We're not just talking about wrestling. Look there at what was... he did on the challenge when he was on the challenge with MTV. He could he nobody do? liked him. Nobody. Everybody wanted to get rid of him. They could not stand him. UFC can't stand him. And Tell you're, me I'm wrong. you're hearing stories about people who worked with him when he was on the indies coming out and saying like how much of an asshole he was he was back then. There was a story that broke today that um Kevin Owens, I didn't know he was friends with the Young Bucks, but like Kevin, you know, they all kind of run in that circle before they got big, so it doesn't surprise me. And Kevin, there was a story they were saying that like Kevin, when he was working at ML MLW. 
And that's when Punk was doing his thing. And he was like the locker room leader. <laughs> Tells you the status of that locker room. But um, he was a locker room leader. And he didn't like the way Kevin looked. Again, that fucking body shaming. He didn't like the way Kevin looked. And he said Kevin shouldn't wrestle in a shirt. He wanted Kevin to wrestle in a singlet. So, you know, Kevin Owens being the guy that he is, he's like, fuck it. I don't want to get into any fights. Let's just whatever he gets a singlet he says i feel horrible in this he goes out and he said and they will say that that was one of the worst matches of his career and when he got back there punk was waiting for him and he goes how was that and apparently punk tried to get in his face and he was like hit me see what fucking happens so i don't have a background in business like tiff and nicole do but my dad does and he was in the car industry from the time I started shit, the time I was conceived to the time I graduated from college. My dad is a car guy. Don't know how to fix them, but he could probably fucking sell you one like no problem. And he worked his way up. He started as a sales guy, worked his way up to be, you know, working finance department. And he actually able to become general manager of Saturn and Cadillac. And I watched my dad run these two businesses. Well, not run them like that he owned them or whatever, but he was in charge of them. He was in charge of a lot of them. And I would watch what my dad would do. And a lot when Nicole and Tiff said is right. You have to do things that are always going to make you popular. My dad got fired one point because people did not like this new guy came in and it's real funny because it kind of reminds me of this this guy came in thought he was hot shit and thought he could take my dad's job and there was some stuff that had happened in the store and they fired my dad and they basically gave that job to this guy two weeks later they called my dad back begging for him to come back because this guy don't know what the hell he's doing. They're running the stores into the ground. Like my dad had like those stores that my dad had, they were either number one or number two. And a span of two weeks, they had dropped to nine and 10. Hmm. Cause you know why my dad was he kind of an asshole? Yeah. But he was there to make money. He wanted to make money. He wanted the people who worked under him make money. He wanted the business to go smooth. Because a lot of people working there had kids to take care of. They had a family to take care of. And my dad was trying to be, you know, that guy where he wanted to, he wanted to be fair, but he had to be tough. He can't go along and just let people do whatever the hell they want because not only is his job on the line, his ass on the line, because the shit slips up. Who do you think they're going to come to first? They ain't going to go to the guy selling the cars. They're going to the guy running the fucking, uh, running the store. Going, what the hell is going on here? My dad, he had, my dad had to make a lot of unpopular decisions and he did not like firing people, but you got in his, like, at the end of the day, he's like, look, I know a lot of people didn't like me toward the end or ever, but he goes, I was doing my job and I had to do what's right for the store. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to give a shit except me. And I don't want to be the guy known for having the shitty stores or the shitty salesmen or the shitty auto guys or the shitty detailers or anything like that. He goes, I want to be the best. 
and to be the best. Nothing but you taking up for those guys who were there in the beginning when y'all didn't do nothing but pay-per-view. And good at don't you dare sacrifice your company for this douchebag. No. Because he is not worth it. Not worth it. He wasn't the reason why people was enjoying the pay-per-view. Uh-uh. My favorite you look at it from a perspective of this. All the work that those superstars put in for the last couple of years, Let's since the time you started up until now, to keep this company afloat, four years, to be undyingly loyal to you and this brand, for you to let it go down the toilet over a piece of shit like CM Punk is just a disservice to AEW and all the people who have been employed by them. You're wrong. And you should have reprimanded him by now. But he thinks he can get away with this shit. And he's going to keep doing it. And you're going to lose your company because of it. If those people walk, you earned this ass whooping. You earned it. I just don't understand how a grown man, not even a grown man, I don't even know how an adult, a fucking walking, talking, fully functional adult is going to sit there and let another adult do that to them. That I'm just thinking, like, if someone ever did that, if just going back to my dad, the way he used to run his business, if someone did that to my dad, they'd be fucking blacklisted. Because my dad's like, and my dad will respect you, but respect is earned, not given. But tell me he did it all while eating a fucking muffin. And, and we just sat there smacking on the damn. And then they look, and I'm look, young bucks, young bucks, and Kenny didn't fucking kick down that door because those I'm telling you, they don't know how to fight. But the fact that you in here, if this fight happened, because we haven't really heard yes or no, we just heard there was a melee, you and your friend are now playing the card like, oh, they busted down the door, and my wife was there, and it was a three on two. I'm like, really, really. They said they bit, the, they bit Kenny. So I'm like, so <laughs> you were afraid for your wife. So you threw a chair at someone, which at that point, if you instigated the fight, whether they busted down your damn door or not, that's assault, my dude. No, I ain't sure she ain't even jumping in to help you. She just let no. you get your ass and then, and then you a grown ass man fighting somebody, you pulling hair and biting people. Allegedly. Get the fuck out of here. I, look, I can't fight to save my fucking life, but I ain't gonna bite a bitch. If I'm gonna beat your ass, I'm gonna do it with my fist. And I may not win, but I'm gonna give you an ass whooping. They are hung life. And they're still talking about it. So Tony Khan haven't said anything. The superstars haven't showed up. Dynamite is tomorrow. What are they gonna do? Because Nicole is saying if she was Kenny and the Young Bucks, she would be, I would, that she, they would have, if Nicole, Nicole said that if she was Kenny or the Young Bucks, she would have thrown those titles at him and be like, fuck you, man, we're gone. Because they were, they were threatening to leave. They were like, we're going to just go. Fuck you. That's what the dirt yeah. sheet saying. Yeah, that's what the reports were saying. Again, this is what I've read was that, and everyone that was involved in the scuffle will not be there. 
Um, so your world champ won't even fucking be there. Yeah. So they said, yeah, he he should not. I don't care if he just won it. Um, so they said (laughs) the big, like the bigger names who were scheduled to not be on this episode, um, that, um, but who were supposed to mostly get featured in next week's episode got switched. So whatever of like the background main, like main players, their issues are, I mean, whatever their storylines are going to start tomorrow instead of next week. So probably like the shit, like the fallout with like the Jericho and like Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also tell more of a story with the men's tag titles. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously you can give a bigger chunk and they said that MJF's probably has a bigger chunk so you could just add what 10 more minutes to whatever mjs is doing yeah um what else could they talk about um do shit with tony really quick give the women more than one segment on yeah tonight do something with tony they could have um a small segment with um athena about losing they could have jade no i'm serious like this is all stuff that they could add like they could have um jade have another match and depending on and start the beginnings of teasing um what their what their match is and then i don't know whoever no this would be a rampage because no one cared about this on the pre-show like you could have a goddamn monkey tap dancing out there like yeah you, but you like Tony. Yeah. I just gave you at least an hour's worth of show for free. I just want to know why the fuck. Yep. I mean, I, I I get that they're moving Literally. next week, but it has been like almost seventy-two hours at this point. And you had well, hold on, Sunday. Let's say forty. Yeah, you're right. 40, seventy-two. Am I right? Did I do that right? Yeah. Okay. Three days. It's almost, it's almost been seventy-two hours. Then this has gone down. And you have remained mute. You should have said something by now. And I'm not trying to say, and I'm not trying to give the E any love either. But if a situation like this happened in the E, they would have made multiple statements by now. This is not good. Especially um, with the way this is working amongst the employees. So now what you've also done is you've given them, you've let them know who really runs the show, which that means that they're not going to respect you either. I'm not saying that you have to rule with an iron fist like, like Vince did, where people were either in fear or they were close to him, right? Mm-hmm. No, because that doesn't create a safe work environment either, which we've seen how that played out. With the E, we know that that was a very unsafe, mentally unstable work environment. What you should be doing is number one, creating a safe environment where people feel like they are valued in your company and it's not just about one person. CM Punk has made it about himself. He has successfully changed everything around to where somehow he got it in his head that he's the one who's built this company off of his back. I don't know where he got that from, but it's far from the fucking truth. Far from it. Okay? 
you have got to go. First of all, you're going to have to regain the trust of your, your wrestlers. You have to work on that. And you got to regain power in your company. This man thinks that he is the one who controls the narrative. He thinks he's the one who sets everything in motion. Now, the only way that that happened is that you gave him the inkling to believe it. Which leads me to believe you probably go to him and ask him for help on certain things, which is why he said what he said. Because it was so fucking odd and left field for him to say he's trying to run a company. Why would he say that? That's that's not true, is it? It's very, it's very odd. It's very, very odd. And then, like you said, there's you you lost the faith of your employees. And it's just like, because now they're like, because now I'm just thinking of like, was there some deal that went down that punk owns part of AEW? Like that's the conspiracy. That's the conspiracy that I have for the day. Was there some like napkin deal? See, my business teacher would be very proud of me right now if I were saying that. But no, was there like a cocktail napkin deal that like he's like bought shit in AEW and he has like more power than uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks? Like, I just never, I didn't hear about that. Right. So, like, why would he say that? Right, like why legally he would have had, and Kenny and the Young Bucks would know. There would they be would a know. And he doesn't have that kind of money. I don't give a fuck how many books AJ Lee sells and how many fucked up movies he's in. He doesn't have that kind of money. But it just makes me wonder if that's the only way because he's acting like he owns part of it. And the only way he could own part of it is if he either, A, bought out the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, and you know they won't sell that to just anybody, or B, he's done some bullshit deal with Tony Khan. That's the I'm, only thing. Like that, I honestly, so I he honestly that. he's just his personality. He's just that fucking narcissistic. <laughs> and delusional in himself i kid you not know this is just him that man is 50 fucking years old you need help he's 50 you legit- like this. yes yeah he's almost 50 like you need psychological fucking help and i don't like saying that and I don't like saying it lightly, but I 110% mean it. Like, you legitimately should talk to someone. Because I just, I just, for, no, for go you ahead, to hold on, like, and I was watching, um, who was I watching? I was watching, not Wrestle Talk, What Culture, and they were talking, um, talking about this. And they were like, he's like one of those people who... And they were like, he seems like he's one of those people. Once he feels like slightly like slighted by you, he just, it's done. It's a done deal. He can't go there anymore. It's just like, this is such a crossing of the line with him. And like, you can never get back with them. And that's exactly how it is. It's like, how do you go through life functioning like that? Not like very being, well. You cannot function well in life without there is nothing in this world that is that is there is so much in this world that is not black and white so much in this world and if you 
get stuck in that realm, start thinking like you can't develop as well as you could have or can develop. Like there is so much that you are missing because you decided to keep such a narrow-minded worldview about things. And that's why you're so miserable. Like you have everything you want and you just sound so angry and bitter and miserable. And like, why are you here? Like, why are you here? My mom told me a long time ago, and it's just one of those pieces of advice that you you stick with you in your life. And she told me one time, she goes, you know, some people are just naturally miserable. They can be the king and queen of the mountain. They can have everything going good for them. But no matter what, it's never enough. And they want to be miserable. And because they're miserable, they want to send that energy out to everybody else or whoever's around them and they want to make them miserable too you could like you don't even have to accomplish like anything big it could be something small like hey i paid off my car you know that's a big fucking deal and they could just be like oh well i paid my car off two years ago what's so special about what you do in it now but like he he's miserable he is at the top of the peak for AEW and it's still not enough for him he's gotta be an asshole I think he was you know what I I I thought about the other day and I was just like you know you would think that he'd be happy right everybody was excited for him to come back sans me and Nicole was a big one and she didn't give a shit I didn't care and some of our friends didn't care um but you would think that he would be happy about it and then I thought about it and I was like, he views Kenny as the only way I can rationalize it in my mind. He views them as a threat. They're in his way. Mm-hmm. They're in his way to maintain the kind of control he wants over that company. <laughs> but he does he underestimated the people who work there because if Kenny and the Young Bucks walk, just about everybody's gonna go with them. They're not gonna stay. What does what does he think the fucking E and all elite stand for? <laughs> all elite wrestling. Yes, like you know, we give the young bucks and Kenny and all of them shit all the time. But if it wasn't for them, Punk wouldn't be there. That's facts. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm so angry on behalf of them because it's like what the fuck like you have this job you are able to be in this company because of that and cody that's it literally that's it so cody was all there the, all... in the cody was there in the e when when cm punk was there wasn't he he was he was still in aew no, yeah, no, 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 he was still in AEW. No, not then. I'm talking about back original. in the day. The original. Yes. He was yes. there, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so he left. That was part of the reason why he left too. So it's like, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just, the only thing Tony did was provide money. 
pretty much. They did everything else. Literally all he did was write checks. They did every single thing else. So it's just so mind boggling to me that Tony did not have the gumption again, like obviously their titles aren't as um, as high up as they were since they're more so on screen and they don't want to like obviously have discrepancies or clashing with like being on screen and that thing. Okay, that's beyond that. But this is the fact that you let him still, you let him talk to people like that who are in that title. So that is part of your management team. You are not showing a solidarity towards a fellow manager. And like I said earlier, when employees see cracks and like that, especially with the management team, they latch onto that so hard. So you're showing all, all those cracks when they didn't need to be. And I know if I was one of the other people on the board or whatever, and I saw that, I'd be like, we're having a fucking meeting. Like, 8 o'clock what? tomorrow, we're having a fucking meeting. Well, it's funny you said that, because, like, weeks leading up to this, they've been having basically come to Jesus meetings at... uh at the at the shows and like Kenny and the Young Bucks were trying to be like not trying to tell everybody everything's fine but you know like if you have questions if you want to talk about something let's bring it up now and Jericho was even at the meeting saying y'all really you know it goes like we're all in this together nobody needs to be striking out and doing business for themselves and this is look what's happening the fact that people have been saying Jericho is the one who's been trying to keep everyone calm in this should tell you something okay jericho doesn't like punk either yeah like he's like trying to like be like hey like i know it's fucked up but he was like let's not make it any worse like let's control what we can blah blah like trying to keep everyone like very level-headed and very like just like don't even worry about it like let them i was like let them do that to themselves like don't involve yourself when you don't need to like we got shit that we need to do and you know we've always been saying like and he's right yeah and we've been saying for the longest time don't be worrying about what the e is doing worry about what's going on in your own house and your own house ain't even clean dude it is disorganized as fuck right now I'm pretty sure no one's done the cat litter for at least two months. Like, you know, it's... And then the funny thing is, the funny thing is Twitter. People have been on Twitter. People have been going on Twitter. And I want to be the one to say it because Tiff has said it and Nicole has said it. I don't know if Janae has said it, but I'm going to be the one to say it. We've been telling you motherfuckers ever since he showed up, this was going to be a problem. And what did we get told? We don't know what we're talking about. You're overreacting. You're a hater. You just don't like punk. And now 72 hours later, people are on Twitter denouncing punk saying how they used to be, they were big fans of his, 
now they can't stand them. Like, why did you do this? And you still have the dick suckers. They're still there. They're always going to be there. But you have hardcore CM Punk fans. I'm talking ride or die. Okay. Understanding what we have been saying. We have not said it with any malice. We have been presenting it with facts, backup facts, proof, subjects A through Z. We've had proof. We've had the reasons. And people are realizing that we weren't that we weren't lying, that we weren't, we weren't just saying this to sound like a bunch of angry people on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Tiff, do you want to tell the people what you got in your DMs today? Well, I had I had two people who DM'd me at separate times and they were like, I didn't want to believe it, but she was right. Because he is ruining that company. Like, we had a good pay-per-view, and he just ruined it. I was like, I fucking told you. I'm sitting here, and I was like, I got two DMs today from two separate people telling me that they want CM Punk on. I'm like, I can't believe this. Not these two. Die-hard CM Punk fans screaming at the top of their lungs because he was there. Oh, we finna take over the E. That was the consensus. Mm-hmm. The only thing CM Punk gonna do is take over AEW. And if he ain't, if motherfucking Tony is not careful, he damn sure gonna do it. Or you best believe he gonna do it. Because it's not about the company, it's about CM Punk. You see? Everything is focused on him. He don't give a damn about them. I tried to tell you, he didn't give a fuck about Darby Allen. He does not care. If that if he cared, it would have reflected in the work that he put in in AEW when he got there. CM Punk didn't need to get put over. That match between him and Darby Allen didn't lend to nothing. It lent to nothing. So Darby Allen had a match with CM Punk. So the fuck what? All that did was pass CM Punk. Didn't give Darby nothing. He didn't put anybody over. Nobody. So why are you here? Oh, I get it. It's so you can make up for lost time. Nope. Well, you could have been wrestling in New Japan or somewhere else. You chose to step away because you soured on the business because of what the WWE did to you. Them very same people who've been preaching the fact that you were hurt. You were the one who was destroyed. WWE is a monster are the same ones who are out there right now talking about your ass need to be fired from AEW. Oh, how quickly the tables turn. And it's all your fucking fault. It's because you can't keep your insanity in check. You are a certified. Something's wrong with you. Like, I don't know no other way to say it other than something is wrong with you because you have no problem self-sabotaging. And that is an issue. If anybody with a sane mind is sitting there watching this goddamn media scrum, you have to be asking yourself, what the fuck is going on here? Like, did somebody piss on you before you came out? Because that's what it sounded like. That's how it came across. It was like somebody punched you in your face. And you was just like, listen, you asking me this stupid-ass question. All right, fine. Let's get stupid. That's how, that's how it started. That's how it went. You went from, from just 
sitting there to just going completely ape shit. And what really baffled me is your ass was sitting there eating, spitting crumbs all over the table, just going ballistic. And Tony's sitting there about to choke on water. Why is he deep throating that bottle? I don't, I don't. <laughs> I generally don't. And that clip is everywhere. And he said nothing. It was like every time CM Punk said something, he he had nothing to say. I think I broke my call. Oh, <laughs> it's like like why are you drinking that water like a bad bitch like what are you doing <laughs> I just I can't I don't I don't know what to say to you anymore other than you need to get your shit together because your company's getting ready to go to the dumps it seemed like you would rather lose half of your roster than to get rid of your problem which is CM Punk get rid of CM Punk now before it's too late because if you keep letting him stay there you are now choosing him over the very people who you've supported for the last couple of years and that's how they're gonna feel that is the ultimatum at the end of the day it's simple it is either CM Punk or it's AEW. And it's your call. In my mind, as much shit as I give AEW, I do not want them to crumble like this. I don't want it to fall like this because it's not about us, really. It's not about me because I don't watch the show. So it's not going to affect me as much as it would affect somebody who enjoys watching it. And we're talking about the little kids who like watching AEW. We're talking about the fans who enjoy the company. Let's just keep it real, okay? And we're talking about the wrestlers and the people who work in the back and the referees. Everybody that is employed now and is able to do what they love doing, you are jeopardizing your entire company for one man. That is not logical. It doesn't make any sense. And until you rectify this and reprimand him properly, you are never going to recover from this. And if the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega walk, I don't fucking blame them. But just understand, they will not be going alone. There are going to be people who are going to walk with them. And they're probably going to be your core guys, the guys that came in with them, the guys that they personally went after to start AEW. And that's all going to be on you. So I hope you know what you're doing. And I hope you you do the right thing. Because if you don't, you have cost thousands of people a job and you've cost millions of fans a program that they enjoyed watching and they loved. And it's all going to be on your head. Period. And unless the girls got anything else to say. I really thought I would be screaming and yelling more often, but now it's like we're actually talking about it and just thinking about everything. This could have all been avoided if Tony Khan had a goddamn backbone. That's facts. Yeah. That's the truth. Well, it could not have been me. 
that that's all I'm gonna say. When I, mean, I tell you, I would have been snapping at intern or PR whoever was behind me to cut his mic. Mm-hmm. That we are done. You know what? And then, like the whole thing was, he didn't even have to go off on that. He could have. You know what? He could have actually tried to be a stand-up guy. And but like, you know what? I don't want to talk about that stuff. Uh, that has nothing to do with the show that we put on tonight. So unless you have any questions about what me and Moxley just did for the crowd here in Chicago, I'm not answering any more questions. I would have and just and just left. Yeah, that's, he didn't and, have to answer it, but his stupid ass did because he's an emotional little prick, and he can't he can't hold his emotions together for five minutes. Yeah. All he had to do was say no comment. That's it. That's Johnny all trying to come up behind him and be like, "Well, I moved Colt to Ring of Honor because I felt like that was best," and I'd have been like, "Okay, there's your answer. Next question." Then you can eat your muffin and do what you want to do. Dude, <laughs> just Marshall Lynch that shit. I'm just here because I don't get fired. That's all you had. To uh, he Marshall Lynch was is like a level of petty that I really hope to be <laughs> one day. I really like that's just that's awesome. But I know we're getting that's off subject, but that's that's all that's all he had to do. Or he could have just said next question, or he could have just got fed up and walked out. If he had walked out. Or if Tony Khan had told him to shut up, there's two different things right there. Punk could have got up and walked, and we could have been like, you know what? Call him an asshole, but that guy asked him a dumb question, and he didn't want to answer it. So you know what? He just got up and left. And I can kind of, like, not respect, but it's like, cool, because he didn't buy into the bait. Or, wow, Tony actually showed a backbone. Let's see how this goes. But here we are. Talking about how been like I don't fuck with him no more. So next question. No, I mean that's it. That's that's all you gotta do. It's like say like, just say like me and the say like we were all wrestlers, okay? And for some reason, me and Nicole didn't get along, right? And it's not like oh I can't stand her, but we just don't click, and we're just like okay, you know, we show up, we do our thing at work. If we have to wrestle against each other, whatever, we go home. If I'm at a media scrum and I had a match that didn't involve her and it was somebody else and someone started asking me questions about her I'd be like why are you asking me this this has not she's not even here and I kind of just kind of like try to embarrass the person who was asking the question you know what I mean it's just a mess but punk them for he's an idiot is the best way to explain it. Tony Khan got to do better than this. I understand you're having a good time. You're smoking weed, allegedly. And you are here getting high, allegedly. You better calm the fuck down for your ass be sitting up there and so too coked out to work that they have to do a whole meeting and get rid of your ass too. You, you better get your shit together before they perform a mutiny and get your ass up out of there. I just too much going on in this world for you to be that fucking ignorant. And then you're sitting there and you letting the man disrespect you on fucking camera. On camera. And you think you're gonna go in the back with two guys with all of them guys that you started this company with and everything's gonna be hunky dory. You're out of your fucking mind. I'd have cussed your ass out too. Cause you let them do it. 
Only reason why you didn't get cussed out is because you didn't leave the podium. You were still sitting up there with everybody else during their media scrum. That's why you didn't get yours. I'm pretty sure they was cussing your ass out when you got done. You find out they fighting in the back. This is childish and it looks bad. It looks mm -hmm. bad on your company and it looks bad on you. So good luck. Because you're going to need it. I'm, I really got nothing else to say at this point. All we can do is just wait and watch and see what happens. Nicole, you got the last word, babe. If you ain't got nothing to say, we're going to call it. Um, I don't know. Hire an HR department if you don't have one. Hire a marketing department. Hire a PR. Hire mediators. Please. That's all I got to say. Hey everybody, it's Editing Tip here and I'm here to give you guys the update on the situation between CM Punk, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and the entire debacle that has gone down since this Sunday's all-out media scrum. So we all know that they got into an altercation, but this altercation has now led to some ramifications. The elite, which consists of Kenny Omega, Matt, and Nick Jackson, have all been suspended, including the recent addition of Pat Buck as a producer. Christopher Daniels, Michael Nakazawa, and Brian Cutler have also been suspended. And now they are saying that they are still working on ramifications for Punk and Ace Steel. They are not sure if they are going to be suspended or if they are going to be relieved of duty. Um, it says that Punk met with Khan on Tuesday and the two had an opportunity to discuss that if an exit needed to be handled. Um, in my personal opinion, he should have been stripped of the title immediately and fired on the spot for his behavior, his loud outbursts, and of course his disrespect to the company and the EVPs. If he had a problem with them or any issue with them, he should have took it up with them privately but what he said had no merit or no basis and every dirt sheet that i have read have said that they have never officially received any information from matt nick or kenny omega in regards to planning stories as he put it to try to destroy his reputation or of anything of the sort it seems like he was doing everything in his power to try his hardest to get rid of the bucks or to paint the Bucks and Kenny Omega in a bad light so he would look like the savior and they would look like some undercover jigaboos. But it did not work out in his favor. I've never been a fan of the Bucks in that regard and I don't really care for Omega, but I have never wanted them to be painted as something that they are not. I choose to see people for who they are as they present themselves to me. And I don't see that kind of snake in the grass mentality from them. So I find that to be very odd that he comes to the company and that's the first thing he can think of to bring up. With all that being said, we're waiting to see what Tony Khan is going to do. I'm hearing rumors about legalities and all types of bullshit, but the reality is this was an internal issue that imploded into physical violence. The only time legalities would come into play is if somebody decided they wanted to press charges 
because they were hit or whatever the case may be. This could result into assault charges and anything else. If they decide to sue Tony Khan for having an unsafe work environment, that is where legalities come in. But in grand scheme of things, looking at it from the outside, looking in, this is an internal personnel problem. This is an HR problem to which they can resolve this. This doesn't have to be a situation of legalities. Tony Khan has to take control of his company and ensure that he is the one who is respected as the one who is running it, who is their boss, and they should treat him as such. Furthermore, what we also heard is that Tony Schiavone has now been moved into being Tony Khan's right-hand man to help reel him in, as well as to help thwart some of these things from happening during media scrums and anywhere else. You guys let us know on social media what you think. You can always contact us at downforthecount19 or at d4tc underscore podcast. And I'll see you guys in our next episode. Hopefully we'll have something nicer to talk about. (laughs) This is just fucking nuts. CM Punk should be fired. Fired. His behavior was reprehensible and was disrespectful. He needs to be gone. On that note, we're going to go. Make sure y'all follow us on our social medias, at Down for the Count 19, on Twitter, and ID4TC underscore podcast, on Instagram. We try to make sure we keep up on both platforms. And you can always catch us here on our podcast. And we have another Nerd Corner coming up this week. This is the last episode for the Nerd Corner for now. We'll revisit the Nerd Corner uh, in a couple months. We'll see where that's going. We're going to bring back the Fashion Files, and hopefully the girls will come back with me for that. And we got some segments coming up with some of our friends that'll be on the show to help fill things out, right? So with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Get some help, Phil, because you need it. And Tony Khan, grow a pair, okay? All right. Everybody have a good night. Good morning or good evening. Good afternoon, whatever you're doing. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.